good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. One day before uh, President Biden is due to meet with Pope Francis, the Vatican canceled its scheduled live broadcast of the meeting without any explanation up to this point. Um, uh, this has, of course, dismayed many journalists who are planning to, uh, who are covering, in fact, the visit. Uh, one other story we want to get to in this next segment, though, deals with uh, the kidnapping of a Chinese bishop, Xiao uh, Shumin of Wenzhou. A uh, report by Asia News says that he was taken, quote, on vacation. My guest, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, is, ex- is executive editor and Washington bureau chief for EWTN News, a senior fellow at the St. Paul Center for Biblical Theology. Matthew, good to have you here, especially with these two big stories in front of us. <laughs> uh, very much so. This uh, came as a, a surprise uh, to many observers uh, and has actually sparked a formal protest uh, from many journalists uh, over whether or not they're going to have access to this. We can talk a little bit more about that, but yeah, you're right. Essentially, the Vatican canceled uh, what was a live broadcast of the meeting. Uh, we're assuming that uh, it may have something to do with COVID protocols, uh, but uh, everyone's going to be weighing in now as to what's actually behind this. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm wondering what... Uh, usually there's a, there's a pool feed that uh, people are able to pick up, which doesn't require uh, a, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people right in uh, on hand. So I'm I'm just curious to know why would they, what what would they do this for? It doesn't even COVID protocols. I don't I don't think this helps at all. Right. Well, the um, one of the things that we are starting to hear is uh, again that COVID uh, excuse. You know, I think Vatican spokesperson Matteo Bruni. Uh, said that the revised plan, this is a reporting from the Associated Press, reflected what he described as a normal procedure established during the uh, COVID pandemic for visiting heads of states or government. Now, what is actually being trimmed or canceled was live coverage of Biden actually meeting with greeting Pope Francis, or I suppose we should say more properly, Pope Francis greeting President Biden uh, in the Apostolic Palace itself in what is actually the throne room, uh, as well then of the live footage of uh, the two of them uh, in uh, Francis's library, which is one of those classic images that we see when the Holy Father's meeting with heads of state and then actually having those private meetings. Uh, And it was at the start of those private talks, which is customary, uh, that the the stream or the cameras would have then stopped running. Let's go back a few years to when uh, President... uh, uh, Trump uh, arrived at the uh, the Vatican to meet with uh, Pope Francis, so you could see how that normally played out. This is uh, especially striking, I think, to a lot of uh, people who've been following this trip because of its significance of Joe Biden as a second Catholic president meeting Pope right. Francis. Sure. A lot of questions are being asked about the positions of President Biden on a host of issues, including two of the most pressing of our time. One is abortion, and the other is the advancement of really one of the most radical abortion agendas, but also one of the most radical LGBTQ agendas as well. And was that going to play in? So a lot of unanswered questions right now. So, I mean, would would one possibility be that the the Holy Father does plan to, in fact, uh, I don't know, confront, upbraid, challenge uh, President Biden on those issues, and they simply don't want any cameras whirring around? 
Uh, it's it's possible, and this is uh, in the absence of uh, any clear <laughs> right. descriptions as to why this is happening. Everyone's <laughs> going to be filling in the blanks. Exactly. Uh, but the 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 one thing too is that what we will have, and, and so there were some who thought perhaps that the Vatican is going to clamp down on sort of any footage of this. Uh, I think what we will be getting is um, what is probably heavily edited footage of the the meeting of the two of them. Uh, and that will be provided to media outlets uh, and uh, for other uh, uses by the Holy See. So there's going, there will be photographs, I'm sure. There's going to be a lot of video as well. Uh, so I think one of the things that's at work is uh, the journalists who are just worried about what this says about press access right. uh, as uh, the uh, various correspondents of, uh, especially the White House Correspondents Association, um, express solidarity with the, the Vatican press corps that has also lodged a protest. Yeah. And they're, they're correct that historically, reporters in one form or another have been covering papal audiences of presidents since Woodrow Wilson yeah. uh, met with uh, Pope Benedict XV all the way back in January of 1919. Um, what is interesting about that, if we look back on history, that Woodrow Wilson did everything he could to... Uh, sort of uh, remove Pope Benedict XV from any meaningful peace talks, right. which, of course, helped usher us into the Second World War. Yep. Um, I, I say that because uh, some presidential meetings with popes uh, certainly are more important than others. I think this is going to be a very significant meeting precisely because of two things. We Joe Biden's record that we've already talked about, mm-hmm. but then we are now about two weeks or so away from the meeting of the U.S. bishops in Baltimore, right. where Joe Biden is going to be, again, a major topic of conversation, even if he's not going to be named right. in person, right. specifically in whatever document the bishops uh, ultimately present on Eucharistic coherence. So uh, there's uh, much to consider in terms of this relationship between Biden and Francis. The two of them, by every measure from what we've seen in the past, get along very well. And the, the White House itself is... Uh, saying that uh, they want to have as much press access as possible, in part because it serves their political purposes as well to have as many friendly pictures between Biden and Francis as they can get. Yeah, that's true. I'm just, if the COVID excuse is is what's circulating out there, I'm I'm actually, you've got the press corps, I'm sure, is pretty much vaccinated. um, And I suspect they're fairly compliant with mask protocols, too. I just I'm I might be missing something, but it seems to me that that's that's not a really strong argument for uh, abandoning live coverage. That's right. Uh, so what else could it be? I, I, right. Uh, there is speculation, uh, and this is purely speculation, uh, that the Holy See uh, is a little concerned uh, about uh, the degree to which the footage might be used uh, by the Biden administration. That's, again, purely speculation. Yeah. I don't necessarily share that opinion myself, but this is these are some of the things that are being said. Uh, the, the White House, if we recall, uh, back in June, uh, dismissed the idea that Joe Biden was going to be visiting the president when he was uh, in Europe previously, uh, especially the, the story that was uh, circulating quite a bit uh, that uh, the White House was pressing uh, to have Joe Biden attend mass at uh, the Casa Santa Marta, where the Pope lives and says Mass every morning, Mm -hmm. partly, again, because it was assumed they would want images and film of uh, the president at Mass with the Pope uh, and potentially even going after communion at that Mass. 
So I think there is there is the possibility, and again, this is unconfirmed and this is just speculation, that the, the Holy See may be trying to sidestep some of uh, the controversy that is surrounding this visit uh, while still making sure that it goes ahead. Yeah. And there's a lot of ground to cover between the two of them, and there's a lot of common ground uh, that they have. Sure. You and I talk all the time that um, any pontificate, any papacy is going to have things in common with any administration. Right. Uh, Pope Francis still had many things in common with Donald Trump. Yep. Uh, he had many things in common with Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Let me switch. Uh, well, the time we've got, we've got limited time today, but what do you, what can you tell us about the kidnapping of uh, this Catholic bishop, uh, Xiao Zhumin of Wenzhou in China? Yeah, uh, so we're seeing again um, the activities of the Chinese government. Uh, according to authorities, uh, the bishop was uh, taken on vacation. Uh, that uh, this is also not the first time that he's been arrested uh, since the appointment as bishop of uh, the diocese of Wenzhou uh, in 2016. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, Asian News, which is uh, one of the great conduits for information about this. Uh, this is going to be another one of situations where we don't know that much because the Chinese government itself is almost never forthcoming in terms of what it's actually doing here. Uh, the issue became uh, the fact that his appointment was not accepted by the Bishops' Conference of the Catholic Church in China and the Chinese Catholic Patriotic Association. And what that means is that as far as the Chinese government is concerned, uh, he lacks uh, the government approbation uh, that so many of the bishops need to have if they're going to avoid arrest wow. uh, and possible prison time and, and perhaps worse. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why we have seen him arrested before. Uh, and he was sent, according to reports uh, in 2018, uh, to a kind of re-education facility or, or some form of indoctrination. Hmm. Uh, these abductions, again, are fairly common. Uh, because what they try to do to underground clergy uh, is to pressure them, uh, to force them, basically, uh, to join what is the state-recognized Chinese Catholic Patriotic Association, part of Xi Jinping's whole program of cynicization, of really trying to clamp down and take even more firm control of all religion in China, which they see as a threat to the communist state. That's right. That's right. Yes, because, again, religions generally have an appeal to some higher power than the state. He wants the state to be the highest power, so he's going to have problem with all traditional forms of religion, but also with certain 20th and 21st century cults as well. Uh, That's right. Do they do—I read in one uh, report that it's not uncommon for authorities to— act in this way, kidnapping a bishop or some other uh, form of suppression, uh, prior to or on uh, Holy Days. Is, is, do you know anything about that? Oh, uh, that's absolutely right. Uh, we have seen in a uh, number of the last 10 years or so, especially as uh, the Chinese government has cracked down even more uh, officially uh, and brutally, uh, that uh, there are certain days of uh, the liturgical calendar, uh, the big ones, of course, Christmas, Easter, mm-hmm. the Assumption. Uh, but we've seen also uh, All Saints Day and All Souls Day yeah. uh, as one of those days that they've chosen. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, there was a, a bishop of Xinjiang uh, who was uh, arrested 
uh, for essentially encouraging uh, the Catholics who belong uh, to the underground church, so to speak, uh, and who expressed very public opinions uh, in opposition to the, the patriotic church in China. Uh, the other aspect, too, that's overhanging all of this is the Vatican-China Accord. I know. Uh, the text of which we still have never seen right. some several years after its uh, uh, adoption. Yeah. Uh, but there is uh, much to learn here as well, and, and clearly China is willing and able to violate many of those terms. Matthew, thank you so much. Good talking with you today, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Great to be with you. God bless. Dr. Matthew Bunsen bringing us up to speed on two important uh, news stories out uh, before us today. I'm Al Cresta. We'll be right back.